Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Jake Stewart? And I'm Matt. And this is the Nuclear Fridge. <laughs> it's completely insane. You guys are idiots. Do you have nuclear weapons? In the fridge. Is that nuclear waste? This whole fridge is a joke. Honey, you are a regular nuclear meltdown. You and I are not so different. Stupid fridge guys. Well, do we just own? Go to school, boys. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Nuclear Fridge. I'm your host, Matt Paget. I'm joined by the two loveliest co-hosts I could ever ask for. The first one is Jacob Decker. <sighs> Excellent. Well, uh, Discord has the stupid uh, oh, noise deleter, so we didn't... <laughs> That's okay. We were we were just watching you open a can of beer and like <laughs> the listeners will hear that satisfying crack. Hell yeah! I'm looking forward to the editing of this. Uh, and of course, Stuart Gears. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, dude. I'm good. Uh, glad to be here for another week of of this awesome show. Uh, I all I've been doing since the last show is watch like true crime documentaries and looking into criminals and in interrogation videos and uh that shit is fucked up and i would cave so fucking fast in an <laughs> in a real interrogation it, it it takes a special kind of person to sit through that and keep a straight face and i mean it takes a psychopath it takes takes a killer oh true <laughs> absolutely it takes dude. someone who's willing to kill someone well actually not even because a lot of people do kill someone out of in like the moment and then they break during that interview process it's the it's the serial killers right that just they just enjoy it like the interviews and the killing i imagine yeah, there there was one guy who was like, uh, they, they they fast forward through a lot of the quiet moments, and they basically showed his entire interrogation, um, like fast forward, and no, it didn't matter if people were talking to him, people were in the room, people were out of the room, he was sitting there, he literally was looking in the same direction for like six hours, and just had the same exact emotion on his face for the entire interview regardless of what was happening and it was like that dude is fucked up uh he ended up he killed a woman or something i i fucking god damn dude <laughs> did you ever see the the i think it was a netflix show is it don't fuck with kittens or don't fuck uh, with oh cats? don't fuck I, with cats I can't watch yeah that. yeah I, I can't do it it's 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 tough to watch it is tough to watch it, it also has a really weird tacked on message at the end but that guy i i guess i'll just spoil it but but i mean you know it's news you could have read about it but that guy's whole thing was that he was trying to reenact uh a scene from or he was trying to reenact scenes from what's the movie called oh, oh. uh the one where you can see the actress's pussy during yes. the interrogation uh sharon stone basic instinct basic, basic instinct. instinct right right and and they like they couldn't figure out what his motives were why he was killing like what he was why he was doing what he was doing and then someone was like wait he's got a poster of basic instinct back there and then they went through all the files and they were like oh my god this guy's just trying to be sharon stone in basic instinct 
And then when he was being interrogated during the interview, he even did the dumb leg cross thing that she did, except he was like in pants and, you know, probably no yes. one thought it was hot. Everyone was like, you're a weirdo, dude. And also, he... didn't he use <laughs> he the same, like, mo like his moniker was the character's name from Basic Instinct or something like that? I think so. Or, or I, don't, I don't know if it was the exact name, but I think the initials were the same or something. Right. Well, the, yeah, I, I, I'm just going to spoil the Netflix documentary because I was pissed off by the ending. Um, I'm not going to spoil the details of the case, but th at the end, they basically... I already like, did. <laughs> yeah, you did say it's fucking stupid, but they say like, oh, well, maybe we egged him on and maybe us giving him this attention was bad. And everyone watching this Netflix documentary is doing the same thing. You're all bad people too. Bleh. And it's like, yeah, I don't feel bad at all. You guys are... are yeah. they're like internet sleuths they're a bunch of fucking nerds yeah <laughs> like do not try to put this blame on me someone who watched the documentary a decade after it already happened you can fuck right off yeah and, and the thing is is that like i think the only thing they do is like make the man like the the dude who's killing these cats they basically just like alert the police of who he is and then the police take it from the rest of the way and throughout the entire series, they keep going, why aren't the police listening to us? And the police end up catching him anyway. And it's like, cause they're doing their own thing. You guys are fucking nerds. <laughs> God, what a fucking world we live in. Uh, the, the cat tied to the hockey stick was, well, I, was I, we real don't sad. have to go into what happens in it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I block, blocked it out of my memory. I it doesn't guess. show anything. I think it shows it, and then it's like, here's a cat in a vacuum. I bag, don't need this. Like, Jesus no. Christ! I'm good. I'm good. It's fucked I'll up. watch. I've watched. It's I've, fucked up. I, uh, our friend Andrew watched it because we were talking about some of those documentaries, and I started the uh, the Jinx that's on HBO. Um, I'm only two episodes in, but it's interesting. But he described maybe three minutes of the Don't Fuck With Cats or whatever it's called. And I was just, yes, I'm not even going to attempt to watch it because I know it'll just make me pissed. I can't, I can't watch kittens being murdered. I just can't do it. Yeah, I mean, it. it's not even really like in the series much because eventually the dude starts like hurting people. Oh, that's easier. And uh, I'm sure you could find like an hour long YouTube video that does a way better job of condensing that information and, you know, making it less dramatic. That's kind of my problem. There was that one Netflix true crime documentary of, of the woman that, you know, that like hotel in LA that's like, I saw that one too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like extremely fucked up because it, it's right beside, um, uh, Skid Row. Skid Row. I was going to say Skag Row, but. Skankro. I don't know, that would have been weird. But the whole documentary is like they, they make it this big mystery. How did she die? How did she die? Uh and and the documentary withholds information that should have been given to the viewer immediately, because that's when that information was like like they they tell you about the events and then they literally don't tell you one thing and then they just tell you that at the end of the documentary. And it's like, oh, so this wasn't a mystery. This was someone who committed suicide but they they keep trying was it ghosts was it murderers did so who mm. did this to her and it's like oh she committed suicide you guys just didn't tell us that she yeah, opened I mean, the hatch but but the documentary was trying to put you 
in the shoes of someone who was trying to figure it out at the time because once again you had internet sleuths so it kind of followed their line of thinking that i understood i I do think it was way too over dramatic though for a being about someone real and b for someone who who wasn't killed or haunted it was just someone who had like severe mental issues and was unmedicated and just fell in a in 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 a well and it's just like not a well a, a water tank I spoiled oh. it, but you know. Yeah. Well, it, I, I, that girl was from Vancouver, was from here. Yeah. So I knew the story. Um, that was like the, the big news story for, for a long time. But man, fucking true crime shit. Uh, I just, I just watched that new Conjuring movie. It, true uh, crime shit is scarier than actual horror movies for me. I still have to watch it. I haven't <laughs> seen it yet. Oh, oh really? You seen it? I Even I saw it, Stuart. I've been waiting oh, to watch damn. it with Zach. I, I didn't want to watch it without him. Um, I, I I think the first two are great, but I guess I'll see. I think the third one is is very enjoyable. I I don't like it as much as the other two, but I def I I, I dug the concept, the basic plot, and many of the scenes. Yeah, I think for me, one is my favorite. Two is my second favorite. Three is my third favorite. Maybe. Yep annabelle creation after that i think that was the good one right there was one annabelle movie that was actually pretty good creation was the one i liked i hated the first one um the newest one was a, I it was a, the, first the newest one, one i saw creation yeah, the newest one which was i think comes home was the title it was okay there was some there was some okay stuff in it but mm, then they brought like a werewolf into it and i was like why is that here what's, what's happening oh, definitely didn't weird. see it yeah. i i was it worse than The Nun? Because actually, no. The Nun and La Llorona, I don't know which one I hate more, but th- both those movies are really bad and it sucks because The Conjuring 1, 2, and 3 are all pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you know what's fucking awesome about The Nun, though, is they cast Vera Farmiga's sister and has, as The and Nun, then, as like the good nun. Zero relation, oh, I didn't know that. Zero relation to, the, to her character. <laughs> Everyone was just like, yeah, why did you but I, I just think that's, that's like a cool... But they look. I think it's a cool little like, hey, look, like that we're we're doing some thought, we're, or doing some thought, we're doing some thinking with this casting. I thought it was, I thought yeah, it was good casting. I think it was good casting. Uh, was it her name Taisa Farmiga? Like, she's a good actress. That whole family's fucking gorgeous. They look enough alike that you're sitting there waiting there to be, but you're like sitting there waiting for there to be a reveal. Oh, this was her great grandmother, or something. Because they do look fairly similar. No. They do. They do. Because it's set like 20 years before. <laughs> it, it just, I, there was something. I was yeah, like, but because they're real world siblings. I know they're, they're real world siblings, but when you cast them in the same franchise, you're, I don't know. It's just a little distracting. Yeah, but the, the reason they cast her was because of the sibling age or whatever you call it. But those characters have no relationship. The sisterhood. Sibling age. But the, the sisterhood of the traveling nun. I, I guess. The nun actually I thought could have been good. It wasn't, obviously, but I was hoping because I liked I liked Valak in the second conjuring. But yeah, the nun was horrible. Curse of La Llorona, I might say, is a little bit better, mostly just because Linda Cardellini's in it. And Oof. she is Oof. good in it. But love her so that's much. about all i can say and it didn't go and it didn't go as crazy as like the blood of christ thing and all that at the end of the nun where it was almost like an indiana jones movie at the end that was the part i liked see for me it just pulled me out of it because the other the first two conjurings are are, are fairly 
grounded for being supernatural movies. Like, there's nothing, like, too batshit outside of maybe the exorcism scenes. So when they're like, oh, we have this this the this little bottle of Jesus's Well, they end the conjuring too by like by <laughs> by opening a portal to hell. <laughs> I mean yeah. And then banishing the I demon. I mean they're exor- they exercise the demon like they did in the first they did that in the first movie too, but the thing with that, it's a little different than when there there's like the comic relief character and all of them in the basement of this random castle and in this same castle there's a bottle of Jesus's blood that they can use. It's just like oh they keep a little bit at each church. Yeah. <laughs> at each church in, they in just case of to emergency have a bottle of Jesus blood. Um the Curse of La Llorona, I I think I had a better theater experience cuz I saw it with Jake and my brother and we did laugh. We definitely laughed. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, all I remember from that movie is when we got to the theater, they were giving out free posters, and Zach grabbed as many as he possibly could. (laughs) And then, what, he tore them all up in the back of your car and spread them out everywhere. So there's there's two sets of multiple posters in my car. They're still there. I need to take them out. It's Curse of La Llorona. What? And... (laughs) That movie came out years I know, ago, dude. I know. Uh, well, he like shoved them under. Right? He shoved them under my seat. No, and uh, what's that? I never saw it. It was a firefighter movie with John Cena. I think it's like playing with fire or something like that. <laughs> Sounds great. But anyway, it's he. So I have just like nine posters under the, my my driver's seat of Curse of La Llorona and playing with fire. Uh, and I need to get them out of there because that would be an awkward thing if someone found that and it was, you know, it's just like, what is this in your car? Oh, well, my brother five years ago shoved all these posters from the movie theater. You know, <laughs> you don't want anyone to think that those are your two favorite movies because if so, you're just gonna, that's not good. It's not a good look. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Uh, you know what I was actually hoping for? Um, this is not a spoiler. I guess this could be considered a spoiler for The Conjuring Three, but I was hope I hope at some point. No, no, put your put put them back on, Stuart. You son of a bitch. At some point, I hope the Warrens team up. Like they they're like, oh fuck, we have to use Annabelle to fight this demon, and I hope that at some point happens. Yeah, Ghostbusters. I've been waiting. I feel like. I feel like they're building up to an Avengers moment where they're going to bring all of these monsters into one film or all these Hell demons yeah. into one film. Or maybe, you know, their, their house Legion museum. Of Doom. Yeah. You know, their like little household <laughs> museum where oh. they keep all their stuff. All of that stuff gets haunted and attacks their yes. house. I'm, I'm waiting for a moment like that. Annabelle three. That was kind of the plot a little bit is that the oh, really? that room. Some of it, it. Yeah. Annabelle gets let loose in the Warren's room and because because Ed and Lorraine Warren are in the movie for a little bit and are the Warrens in it they're in it oh um, I didn't know that the, you, for a little bit fall, even though it's in their house yeah, yeah, yeah. well they're in it for a little bit it's their daughter and the girl from Jumanji's babysitting her not Kirsten Dunst the one from the newer Jumanji's uh I don't know her name but they're oh she's baby oh yeah, 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 yeah she's yeah, babies yeah. Karen Gillan or whatever no, the no, the uh, in the real world in Jumanji, she's the like the blonde cheerleader. I don't know. I that's all I got. I haven't oh. seen Jumanji in a while. 
Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so you're just they're just in the Warrens' house for that movie. And there's a couple cool things in there, but the werewolf thing threw me. There's like just out of nowhere a CGI werewolf, and you're just kind of wondering why. Unless there was a case the Warrens took on a werewolf I'm unaware of, but. I was so excited to see Annabelle because I love The Conjuring, but I didn't see it because I heard everyone said it was just awful. And I was like, okay, I think I might just want to keep my Conjuring experience separate from this. And then I ended up seeing The Nun in Curse of La Llorona. And I was like, well, you know, it's already ruined. So I might as well just go back and watch Annabelle. I mean, dude, The Conjuring universe is so fucked up because like if you, they, they had like, a fuck ton of movies planned and they were like basically just like all right let's look at all the movies we've made and just like pick each little tiny thing and make and like plan a movie around it so what was the weird like uh nursery rhyme in the second movie that was like the the crooked man or something like that i just like they were like yeah we're gonna make a movie about the crooked man which is see it it wasn't anything it, it, like that. There's no basis for that because the crooked man was just like an illusion that one of the demons showed them. The, the, uh, and it's like, why would you make a movie about that? See, that was a, yeah. I was about to bring that up. Fucking Hollywood <laughs> sucks ass, dude. I, I mean, I, it's so lame. I was gonna bring that up too because I remember my my brother and I when we when we were talking about Conjuring Two and neither of us had watched it in a while. He brought up that Conjuring Two. One of the things he didn't like about it was that they brought this crooked man tim burton-esque character but i thought when i first saw it that it was that it was just kind of the demon messing with all of them because it was the little girl and her brother that it was messing with and, it, and yeah when i rewatched it it's just the crooked man's not even a real thing it's just the demon using the you know essence of the crooked man i guess to mess with the family the, i mean the thing that sells, sells those movies is uh, vera farmiga and patrick wilson yeah, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga have, like, the fucking best chemistry I've seen of two people in movies in a really long fucking time. Like, they fucking... They seem like a real couple. Sell those movies. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. They've got they've got excellent fucking chemistry. And, and the third movie, there are some awesome moments, and they definitely, like, carry the movie even through some of the, the less interesting parts. But you know what's fucked up? I Looking up Conjuring movies that are planned... They just like retconned Curse of Lowry Yorona because it sucked. They're they're like, yeah, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's we didn't we didn't say like oh the, one of the producers wasn't technically a part of the movie, so it's it's technically not a part of the the Conjuring universe. And it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Well, the direct- just fucking own your bad movies. The director for this this third one, I know James Wan helped write this one, but this director oh, wasn't he did? He, yeah the director though isn't he the one that directed curse of la llorona yep he's the one who said that it's not a part of the conjuring universe <laughs> he was the one he For was the like better. listen i fucked up damn yeah, God, i fucked babies. up bad honest honestly we need more of that like indiana jones 5 I, i'm kind of secretly hoping they just go oh man Last Crusade was, was yeah. our last movie. There was no Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. They, they do uh, a Halloween 2018 where they're exactly. like, didn't you get married? No, why would I do that? That's fucking stupid thing for my character. I mean, me to do. Why the hell would I do that in an Indiana Jones film? Yeah. Who wants... Oh, my God. Fuck the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. 
What a bad goddamn movie. I just, just so disappointing. I, I mean, the thing that's selling it for me is James Mangold's directing it for this new one. Yeah, so there's got to be at least something more to it because I can't imagine James Mangold watching Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and thinking it's a good movie. Is is Harrison Ford supposed to be in it, right? They, yeah, I mean, he, I imagine he there's is. There's a set pick He's probably already so mad about being in it. <laughs> Well, maybe, apparently he at, like he know. actually likes being Indiana Jones because oh, really? I know he hates Star Wars, but Indiana <laughs> Jones is like a a way better character than Han Solo, and he he actually seems to actually care about well made things, uh, and I fucking support him, dude. I still love Blade Runner twenty forty nine. How in all the promo stuff. He's just wearing a white t-shirt. <laughs> That's so it, it literally looks like they called him up and they were like, hey, we need you for promo images. And they're like, can you put this on? He's like, no. It's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, we're doing it in this or not at all. And then there's like, oh, okay, uh, well, he's Harrison Ford. I mean, the, no one's going to care if he's wearing a white t-shirt, right? Yeah. No, my, yeah. my favorite was, I mean, the movie wasn't good, but uh, the rise of Skywalker when he's in it, in that he's like, little vision with kylo ren oh he's, he's, he's a force ghost he's like a force ghost but he he's, has like a beard starting his oh, hair is yeah. disheveled like he just clearly threw on whatever jacket they gave him on set it's it just <laughs> i love that he that he just like, i don't want to do this we'll give you we'll give you, coming back. we'll give you millions of dollars what am i doing you're a you're a ghost fine god did you ever see that fucking video of him with uh david blaine that video is amazing and david blaine does the fucking yes. card trick where the card ends up in one of his oranges yes and as soon as david blaine pulls it on the orange harrison ford just says get the fuck out of my house <laughs> see harrison, harrison ford is even though like, he hasn't been doing as much lately like I'm, i know last time we, we talked about de niro and like Pacino and stuff like that. Harrison Ford has always remained really cool. Like mostly oh, yeah, because he's sure. just, even in movies where they haven't been as good, like Crystal Skull, you can tell even like through those that he's just, you know, he's just doing his goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah. One of my, one of my favorite Harrison Ford interviews is with Chris Hardwick. I think he did it like on the Nerdist podcast and he interviewed, he interviewed uh, a Harrison Ford, and he was so excited. He was like a little child, and he's like, "I, I can't. I'm, I, I just don't know what to say to you." And he's like, "Uh huh." And he <laughs> says probably like ten things in this hour-long podcast, and it's just Chris Hardwick geeking out, and he's oh like, "Oh my god, yep." And I, I and they That's did it. Fucking embarrassing. He like recorded oh. it in a hotel room. And and his mic just sounds. Ter- you can tell he just doesn't give a shit, and he just thinks Chris Hardwick is a hack. It is so funny. That's I recommend amazing. listening to it. It's even funnier now that knowing that Chris Hardwick is a dick because I always thought he kind of was. Is is he a dick? Yeah, I didn't know he was. Well, uh, he did some questionable things, I guess. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. I I don't I don't know too much. I didn't really follow it. All I know is that people didn't like him, and I was like, finally, I always didn't like this guy i remember when he did talking dead or whatever and i was like wow you found the most annoying guy to host the show good for you yeah yeah dude the and then he did um he did that comedy game show at midnight which was like an awesome show to like display comedians to a wider audience Mm -hmm. but he was just so annoying the whole time like he was always laughing and always like 
giving points to people who didn't who who like didn't give an awesome answer and it was, it was just like man this is like you you ruin the show that that could be amazing because like they've had shows with like norm mcdonald and uh all these different comedians and it's like man this show sounds amazing and you just giggling the whole time is completely fucking ruining it yeah i i, I i've seen a couple of his things with talking dead but i, I just remember like the main thing with chris harvick i remember is him just dying in uh house of a thousand corpses oh fuck i need to see that <laughs> him and rain wilson who i i guess i won't go into how rain wilson dies in it though because it's it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, pretty don't, don't spoil it's it. pretty well i guess in saying that i just spoiled some things but i mean it's a rob zombie movie like you know it's coming it's a horror movie everyone's yeah, gonna die but yeah it's it's a that's like the main thing i know chris hardwick from but i didn't but eh, i mean if he's a dick he's a dick i don't know you know what's a fucking dope movie though? Mm. Air Force One, starring Harrison Hell Ford. Hell yeah, that is a good movie. That is, that is God. I've been thinking a lot about Gary Oldman lately and how he's the greatest fucking actor ever, and just he thinking of all actor. his fucking roles and and just like he's the fucking master of every genre he's in, no matter what. He fucking killed it in Black Ops. He's so fucking good, dude. He's fucking incredible. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think Gary Oldman's definitely one of the best. And the thing that's great about Gary Oldman is he does the... He'll he'll pick some roles where he gets to ham it up, and he's so good when he hams it up. But he's also, you know, you throw him in a drama, and he's, you know, just incredible. He's one of those actors that just kind of can do anything that's required of him. Uh, you know what his best role, in my opinion, was? <laughs> uh, Rolf in Tiptoes. I've never seen that. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen Tiptoes? No. Okay. Is that, is well... that code for the Dark Knight trilogy? Because I have seen those. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Um, what is that about? I'm going to. You guys have to watch this trailer. Oh, Lord. Okay. Bye. Carol and Steven's life together was perfect. That kid Beckinsale? Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, she's giving McConaughey head? Oh my god, that font. There's one small problem. Hi, I'm Ralph. I'm his brother. We're twins. Oh my god. can tear them apart. I think you're gonna let me know that everyone in your family's a midget. They're not midgets, Carol. Yeah. I have well, never on, heard of this. Oh, there you are. This is Steven's father, Bruno, and his mom, Kathleen. Holy and over behind the bar is Steven's brother, You could have prepared us for this, don't you think? Don't you embarrass me. I'll never speak to you. So just got to go. What is this? <laughs> when the going gets rough, it's only the size of your heart that counts. Oh, no. Can it really be that big of a deal? You've got to be fucking You knocked up this great girl, and you didn't tell her that her baby's probably going to be little. I'm not like you. We are so cute <laughs> and cuddly. Don't discriminate against Peter us. Dinklage. Oh, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> I did not know he was in the Poor Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he was the... the um, he was also in... Um, Elf. What is this man doing? And he oh, was making right. fun of his size. Oh, he was the elf that got really mad. Yeah, right? yeah, because Wolf Ferrell kept calling oh, yeah. him an and elf. He's, <laughs> they're like in the boardroom. He's a very lucky guy. 
<gasps> Matthew McConaughey's Jewish? I didn't know that. Is just a uh, maybe in this movie. Well, he must be. He's the Yamaka. Canal Plus and well, but he's playing a character, right? Man performances from I mean, also, I like how this trailer Matthew shows the entire fucking movie. <laughs> it goes from they miss them <laughs> meeting Matthew to Ma them having a baby in one trailer. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. God. I need oh to watch God. this movie. Tiptoes, baby. I need to watch that. It it's fucking crazy, man. So never heard that's, of it. Oh, that's two thousand three. That was eighteen years ago, guys. How the world has changed. <laughs> I know. I miss Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman being a little person. A little person. Matthew McConaughey and it's Kate Beckinsale so getting up. together. I think you so, mean Matthew McConaughey. Oh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. God, dude. That's that's true detectives. That's the origin before Fucking, that show starts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why he's so fucked up. Dude. My brother. Rolf. I fucking love old Hollywood. And I love that there are these like crazy fucked up movies that just are like oh, you, so not cool. Do you cool. remember uh, Shallow Hal? Dude, I remember I love Shallow Hal. Shallow Hal is an enjoyable movie, but that would not fly today. I, I was oh no I think it. I think it actually has a great message. It has a good message. In absolutely, it, it has a, a a really good message in it. And I don't think the movie is like hateful t towards people who are overweight. I don't think it's hateful, but it definitely is is taking taking shots that I'm sure most people wouldn't appreciate today. Especially the and I know that, I mean people would probably just be upset that, like Gwyneth Paltrow is wearing a, a fat suit throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah, totally, and, and and I mean, um, people would probably be mad they they didn't get a real fat girl to play, uh, <laughs> to to play the character because yeah, um, well, I guess I guess she has to be skinny for some of the scenes, but oh, that's true, yeah, man, that's true. That's there's also a movie called Pumpkin with Christina Ritchie. I think that's how you pronounce it. The the uh, the Wednesday Adams, uh from the Adams family when she's all grown up she was in this movie called Pumpkin and there's a trailer and it's basically like she's she's having like a crisis in her life and she's like oh I love this guy you know I can't tell you okay are you having mental problems high anxiety manic episodes not exactly I'm afraid I'm falling in love and I don't want to love is not such a bad thing Mentally retarded. How retarded? Throw it. <laughs> retarded, retarded. Is there anything you want to tell me about it? No. Is this person Chinese, African, or worse, Jewish? Mother. Is wow. <laughs> This movie is so fucked up. Well, this there was also period of Hollywood is because like i think that was 2002 right around the time of shallow hal and it's like right god damn hollywood would get fucking ripped apart well, i my brother just showed me the trailer i didn't I, I i looked into more of the controversy about it after but the uh sia's movie that came out recently i i guess they have an actress in it that's pretending to be mentally handicapped oh, well she's acting being mentally handicapped but I know people were kind of in an uproar about it. And it just reminded me of, you know, like the I Am Sam's and early 2000s movies. where Simple oh, Jack. Yeah. Oh, Simple Jack. <laughs> Simple yeah, Jack, Tropic man. Thunder. 
fantastic. But no, I I I guess that Sia movie though got pretty harshly criticized for that, and it just reminded me. I mean, I I, I guess it. I guess that goes into the, the whole Tropic Thunder conversation because I mean, if you go into like the Forrest Gumps and things like that, they're not offensive towards mentally handicapped people. But oh, I've never well, saw you know this. What? I never saw though this. I guess it's called music. Um, I've never I'm seen. Gonna, it. I'm going to say Jenny r- fucked over Forrest Gump. Well, she didn't want to be with him she until did. she got the AIDS. Yeah, she she got AIDS, and then all of a sudden it was cool to have sex with Forrest Gump. And then, but also you have to ask yourself: Is Forrest of the mind to give consent? You mean like, so? Did, really, did Jenny? Jenny fucking raped, raped Forrest Gump, dude. It's a he's a rape victim. I, I mean, sorry. Let's retake that. I don't. <laughs> are we, gonna, are we, do we want? I mean, now nah, leave it in. I, all right, all right. I won't edit. <laughs> I don't know. But it, is a li- it, it, it brings that like... question up. It, it, there is that question does come into it a bit because he's definitely throughout the whole movie, you know, he clearly loves Jenny in his way, but he's never, you know, trying to get really sexual with her or anything. So I, I feel yeah, like I mean, he... a lot of people agree with what you were saying too, Matt. I feel like yeah. after the fact, people, people I, I don't think you get flack for that because because. Like that movie, that movie's good, but you watch that and it's like, this is uh, a little weird. I mean, not even just Forrest is not of sound mind. He sees her doing a Bob Dylan parody and then beats the fuck out of a guy who's into it. I mean, not even though just the the rape. It's so fucking ridiculous. She could have gave him AIDS. She probably did, and her their kids, Haley Joel Osment, probably has AIDS. Even though I will say, man, that scene when he's all when he's finds out it's his kid and he's just like asking how he is that scene gets me every time it's an emotional yeah, you know movie force comes a great it's a, movie it's a great movie but you are right with that it is questionable and uh it's a bit it's a bit messed up for poor forest guys a war hero he's a he's a hell of an athlete and yeah man he's he's a great dude he could have he could have abused captain dan like crazy that guy couldn't have fought back and he didn't no he he went on a shrimping boat with him. Fantastic, Bubba Gump. Beautiful movie. Beautiful movie. Minus the rape. Minus m- minus Jenny. She's canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Get oh, out of here, shit. Jenny. Uh, well, I guess she did get out of there. Because you know. Yeah, she, she died. She she, she <laughs> definitively she definitively got, the fuck got out, out of there. there so but. did so. Did, have you guys seen I Am Sam recently? Because I watched it. I've never seen it. I. T- we well we talked about it recently, not that long ago, and I rewatched the trailer. I didn't rewatch the movie because it's, isn't it Dakota Fanning's first movie? Uh, it's it's one of them for sure. It was either, either that, that or, or Ma- Cat in the Hat, maybe or Man. I thought Man on Fire was one of her early ones too, which is a great movie. Oh yeah, okay, that was definitely um, before Cat in the that's Hat. That's a great movie. But um, I am Sam. I did rewatch the trailer with my brother because my brother didn't know I am Sam was a real movie. He thought it was just a pun from Tropic oh, yeah, Thunder. Yeah. He didn't realize <laughs> that. that. <laughs> yeah, I just I was talking to Jake about it, and he didn't know that it was a real movie, and and just thought it was just a joke in Tropic Thunder. So I showed him the trailer, and I haven't watched the movie recently, so maybe it's not as bad because some trailers are just horrendous for movies, especially in the two thousands, but. It definitely As we seems just saw with tiptoes. Yes, but it definitely seems to not have aged great from that trailer. But yeah, I don't know. It, <clears throat> it it's like kind of laughable. Like the the performance is actually like 
humorous now because of how like Sean Penn's stupid not. it is. Sean Penn's not. But also there are scenes where he is opposite like an actual person like with Down syndrome or or learning disabilities or, or mental inca- incapacities or whatever. Um, and it's like, holy fucking shit. He is like, just like, it, it just feels like he's mocking the actor he's opposite right. of. It's so fucking crazy to watch. Mm. What, what was the obsession then of making movies about that? Like, wh- I think because it was like sympathetic characters or something and like a that. Cha- I mean, I'm sure they also viewed like the Oscar winning actor, like it'll be a challenge. No, well, no, I mean, no, that's the whole know, sympathy but, thing, right? Well, yeah. Is them trying to, like, create this sympathetic character that defies odds to be a hero because... But they could have. But truthfully, when you see that movie, like, some of the other actors in it who actually do have Down syndrome and stuff like that could have pulled it off. Like, they didn't need to get Sean... I mean, Sean Penn, I'm sure, brought in an audience, but... As Sean far Penn as... demanded they watch him right. be mentally yeah. challenged. <laughs> but do you re- <laughs> he wanted he wanted the spotlight for that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so weird. It, it seems like it seems the opposite of the kind of movies we see today, right? I feel like, well, a if a movie is not a Marvel movie, they're not going to throw a lot of money at it. So they're they're not using big name actors. They're trying to find people more suited to that role. Like what was it, Peanut Butter Falcon? Didn't the that was with what's his name? Look, and then Shia didn't LaBeouf. the actor. Yeah, yeah, that movie's excellent, dude. Yeah, that movie's really good, and it it just it, it feels so much more authentic than anything that probably came out of the early two thousands with the weird like obsession with making movies about mentally challenged people, but not having mentally challenged people, just having big name actors well, <laughs> just kind of make fools of themselves. It's yeah. Well, that, I, not even to go. I don't want to keep harping on this topic, but do you remember the movie The Ringer with Johnny Knoxville? Yeah, dude. So I do. that movie, they they got the blessing from like the Special Olympics in the community to like with that film just because of what the movie. I mean, because if you watch that movie, it's very much a. I mean, I guess for people who don't know what it's about, it's about a guy who pretends to be mentally handicapped so that he can win the Special Olympics, which mm-hmm. is a horrible thing to do. Um. Like, yeah, we're, and, not, we're not condoning no, that. The movie itself, though, <laughs> the humor doesn't come from that. It comes from the fact that literally everybody who's involved in the Special Olympics that are actually a part of the community like, kick his ass at every sport. And that he's, like, struggling. And But the movie actually did get the blessing from the Special Olympics when it came out. But I know it got kind of mixed reviews. It's not a great movie or anything. But I feel like it's funny in a world where a movie where a guy is pretending to be handicapped is less offensive than say i am sam right you know but well, it's all how there, what it's I mean, what's the, portrayed then, like leonardo dicaprio started his whole career by <gasps> by playing right. yep, in what's eating gilbert <laughs> right. great and and it was his right. first movie so everyone was just like yeah that's just that's just him that's it's not acting and it's like oh well <laughs> <laughs> well he's really good at pretending yeah, twenty years later, he's still going. He, he won the Oscar for finally fighting a bear, which we all demanded before he won something. So, oh god, that's right. Do you remember when there? I don't know if this was like an online joke or something about that. Not to go back to rape, but his that he was raped by the bear in that movie. Does anyone remember that when that was like a joke? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, oh, wh- remember where did that, that start? Because one of the camera angles, the bear is like on top, just 
the way it's framed, <laughs> it looks like it okay. <laughs> looks like the bear is on top. When of I it. watched it, I almost was waiting for that, like because I had heard about that, and I was sitting there. He didn't. I don't think that happened. Would have been a really quick shot. But that is a, a solid movie. Yeah, that yeah. was good. Leo. Although my favorite, right. my favorite Leonardo DiCaprio movie is Departed. Speaking of Via Formiga too, because she's in that. I always forget. She's great in that movie. Oh yeah. right, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But I watched that not too long ago. That movie's still excellent. The only thing that doesn't hold up are the fights scenes. Don't look very believable. You can tell they're punching air and adding sound effects in. But other than that. That movie's so good. Uh, Jack Nicholson it's got one of my favorite, in that. Yeah, it's so got one good. of my favorite openings when like it it, it cuts between shots of uh, where does it take place? Pittsburgh, Boston, uh, I think right? Boston. Boston. Yeah, duh, yeah. Boston. Yeah, uh, it, it cuts between like shots of Boston and like and like and, and like older footage, and then it cuts back to Jack Nicholson walking through the garage. It it's so good, and then it starts playing Rolling Stones. It's such a well designed sequence. It's so good. Yeah, you know, what, I think my my favorite Leo movie might actually be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <clears throat> like, I think that's probably my favorite. It's a hundred percent one that's of mine. Probably, I can't remember who won Best Actor that year, but he probably. Oh, I don't. Know. I like that better than The Revenant. Yes, yeah. I, yes. I, mean, I think I think he won The Revenant yeah, mostly just too. because of I think it was a movie like like Leo had never won. He went out into the elements. He has this great director just give it right, to him already right. yeah and, he, and you know I, the, the, the his whole environmental thing kind of fit in tone with the movie dude tom hardy so, was the fucking star of that movie absolutely tom hardy's always good dude tom hardy even in even in so fucking uh, good. that nolan movie where where he doesn't even say any anything it's just he only acts with his eyes and it's so good oh ba- what's uh, the one well, uh, well no. Bane, yeah, Dunkirk, but right? Dunkirk when he's the pilot. Does he not talk in that? <laughs> I think he does talk, but oh, oh, okay. You don't, yeah, you no. don't see his face much because he's got the mask on right. too in that, right? right? Sorry, sorry, and, I and forgot. It's I forgot like about Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> I would remember Dark Knight Rises, Stuart. Well, no, 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 no. I just, I didn't remember him not talking in Dunkirk either. I thought he talked in Dunkirk. That was what threw me. No, he does. I'm pretty sure. I mean, he he's talks just in like, Dark Knight Rises he... too, so I guess either way that yeah. doesn't work. But. <laughs> crashing this plane man oh yes there was this story that shia labeouf told about how when they were shooting lawless tom hardy and him they would have these random fucking wrestling matches and one time when shia labeouf was with his girlfriend in their hotel room doing the do tom hardy busted in and just started wrestling shia labeouf and he was naked and they ran into the hallway of their hotel and just like beat the shit out of each other, <laughs> and it's like, damn, those guys are cool. <laughs> I thought, Stuart, didn't I? Didn't I see that I was movie about, with you? I was about and you to turned say. to me, and the first thing you said was, "If this starts out with Shia LaBeouf narrating some bullshit, I might walk out." And then the movie, <laughs> movie starts with Shia, Shia LaBeouf like, narrating <laughs> some bullshit. It's like, <laughs> it's like the year is nineteen thirty-two. This is my brother, and it's just like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> I, the movie was actually pretty good. But I, yeah, I was about to say I remember good. seeing it with Jake because I remember it came when we when it ended. I remember we were just kind of like, oh okay, because it ends with the I'm gonna do spoilers. This movie came out however many years ago with uh, Tom Hardy like falling into the ice and that's how he dies. And we just kind of looked at each other like, okay, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but did um, you guys see Legend? He's great in that. 
I want to see that's the one where he plays the twins. two twin brothers mm-hmm. and one's like a like well is that is that a defem- de- sorry <laughs> is that a developmentally disabled person too or is that is he just like kind of like a psychopath I think, no I don't remember him being developmentally disabled I think he's just kind I remember of a psycho. him being like the bad cop or whatever I think they're gangsters though right Yes. I thought you were trying to say Denny Villanueva. I thought he was going to say that developmentally. <laughs> I, was like, he, I, I was like, did he direct that? <laughs> developmentally disabled, not Denny Villanueva. The, um, the, you know, did you see he's really good in... Uh, there's well, I, It's a hard movie to recommend because I know some people got really bored with it, but there's a movie called Lock with him where it just takes place with him driving and he's just taking calls and, throughout this night and it just kind of starts amping up as the night continues, but he's amazing in it. I mean, you kind of need to have somebody like that if you want a movie like that to hold your attention. Right, but right. It's a really Tom good Tom Holland is in it. Yeah, he's the he's his son? Like five years before Spider-Man. I think he he does... Well, I mean, he does... You, you don't see him, but I think he's the voice of his son. Oh, okay. I remember. <clears throat> but it's a really good movie. I, I, I would recommend it to people who appreciate film i guess just because it is impressive that they made it work i saw a tiktok of tom holland doing a backflip and i was like i hate this kid and then yeah me too actually i mean (laughs) i i kind of don't like him like i he's a little bit of a fucking show off and it's i'm getting sick of it so i think he's a good actor um i I, i've only seen him in a a couple things see i'm on the end I've seen him in other stuff that he, I think is really good. I think he's I think a great he's a Spider-Man MCU Spider-Man. But he's never been given anything fun to do as Spider-Man, in my I, opinion. I honestly, I I think his Spider-Man stuff, like the first movie, I liked Michael Keaton as the Vulture and his banter. There's some good stuff there. But my brother actually just brought this up, and he said he was talking to some people about it too, but there's just not really any heart to the new Spider-Man movies. No, there really agree. isn't, I mean, and it's a bummer. The whole heart behind Spider-Man is Uncle Ben, and they haven't mentioned and it, well, him Well, it's once. not even just Uncle Ben. It's just it's so interconnected now with the MCU, and Spider-Man is such an interesting character. that He doesn't need all that interconnectivity to be interesting. Oh, no. You know, dude, like, I like, mean, Spider-Man, Spider-Man could be his own Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, like a character like Thor could use a Hulk like they did in Ragnarok. But Spider-Man yeah. has such a wealth of villains and stories. It just isn't needed. And I even argue I if he had a better writer, that Andrew Garfield would be a better Spider-Man than Tom Holland as well. But the writing in those I movies would, was I terrible. Because that. I watched Hacksaw Ridge with him, which is a great movie. And in that movie, he I mean, he's playing a real guy. So, I mean, obviously not to a T, but he's just he plays a pacifist that goes to war to help to help out in any way he can. And he was more Peter Parker in that movie than he was in both his Spider-Man films. And I was like, man, whoever wrote that kind of screwed him because he could have been a good Spider-Man. When are they going to bring Punisher to Spider-Man? That, well, that's, that's how thing. Punisher was introduced. That is true. Yeah, in a Spider-Man comic. Let's I, get let's get Punisher in there. That's the fucking thing. Is what I mean is like Spider-Man could be its own cinematic universe with like like all these like characters that are like basically Matt, attached. That's not to called Spider-Man. a cinematic universe. That's just called a sequel. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but like, 
what I'm saying is that Marvel like, has Daredevil, your brain. like all the New York characters mm-hmm. that are, that are like the New York characters are way better. Like Daredevil, Punisher, and like the fact that like they have to be attached to the fucking to to like you know what Jake's totally right. The fact that they have to be attached to a cinematic universe is fucking stupid. Well, I actually I, I do agree because I I'm worried now because I think while there's faults with how they handled some of it punisher and daredevil don't need to be involved in these big mcu type films i know there's rumors about daredevil maybe being in the no way home movie but that movie's already going to be so full of other characters that it would feel just well I, i just think my problem with the cinematic universe is just like i mean jake and i've talked about it it's like oh hey i'm watching the same movie 22 times and now they fought Thanos and it's like every single movie is 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 like the very basic uh character is is happy character meets some kind of conflict they fail they build themselves up and now they they face the challenge head on and then they they achieve victory and then go on I 100% agree that's why Infinity War was good it was just a very straightforward, simple three act structure, which which is why all those movies are so well liked. Like I, I, I enjoy them. Right, they're fun. They're fun but movies. Yeah, they rarely hit go beyond uh, that. Uh, yeah, like I think of like when I think of like my favorite superhero movie, it's always The Dark Knight because because I feel like it just goes so much further than yeah, any same. other uh, Marvel or, or superhero movie has done before. No. Um, yeah. Well, the thing also is, which is where DC, I think, could come back and have a standing against Marvel, is they could go for more individual type films like Joker. And even if there is a sequel to Joker, it still doesn't have, to, you know, it's not connected to every single other movie. It's It's in its own little world. And Marvel now is at a point. And while I do enjoy the Marvel movies and the new shows that have been coming out so far, I enjoy them, but there's not really any room for a lot of surprises or for you to wonder if it's going to go in certain directions because we know the tone they've set. And it took like we all like the big the funniest thing to me is it took, you know, until I mean, truthfully, Endgame, because when Infinity War ended, I I feel most people were like, oh, yeah, they're going to be coming. They're going to be coming back because it was just such a you know dour end for a marvel movie which worked it was well done but i don't think there was anyone sitting there thinking oh all these cash cows that just proved themselves are dead forever but at the same time it took up until endgame for there to really be any major consequences and that's a bummer because like i loved when i was watching joker because you're sitting there it's a standalone movie it's like honestly if that movie that movie could have played out with him at the end just blowing his brains out and I would I I wouldn't have been like oh whoa, whoa. you know it, it that could have fit in that film. It it was well that the end of that movie Joker is that's not Joker that's a dude having a delusion. Well, you don't know how much to what but, degree. Uh, the whole movie he's not Joker like that's that's a mentally ill person. Let, well, well, no, no, oh, we, you mean like the comic okay? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I'm offending Stuart. Hold on, we've already I'm not on this part. We're we're four episodes in, three episodes don't in. Go we've back already to talked Joker. about Marvel. We've already talked about Joker. I know we have questions this week, so maybe we should look at the email. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's, let's spare the people. Listen, let's no spare Stuart because I was about to knock that fool no, out. No, no, no. I'm not upset. Knowledge. I'm not upset. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Just teasing, dude. The ending note for Marvel, though. Street characters can be their own thing. They don't need to all be in the MCU in these giant movies. Agreed. We'll end it there. Yeah, so we have a uh, email this week from loyal listener Luquacious. We've got hundreds uh, of emails, but we're only going to read this one, right? Yes, yes. We got, we got, I had to scour through our inbox to, to, uh, to find this one. I and this it. is the one we're going to read. Um, so uh, the, I he says, he says Louis. I'm going to say Louis. I will not say his full name, but it's it's Louis Loquacious, a good good loyal listener of ours. Evening, gents. First off, just wanted to say congrats on the podcast launch. Thank uh, you. I thought you might you, appreciate sir. this little employment vignette. In college, I worked for Rat for for the Rat Char- Charles Enter. In, sorry, what the fuck? Oh, can you Char- read, okay, Matt? Chuck. God damn. <laughs> I'm learning as I I'm, I'm learning one sentence ahead of this every fucking. So he he worked for Chuck E. Cheese. It was easily oh. the worst fucking job I'd ever worked up until that point. While working there, you often had to wear many different hats, such as delivering shitty pizzas uh, that they would pick off uh, and then put on tables. Uh, look at illegible uv ray hand stamps to ensure kids were leaving with the right adults oh my god (laughs) (laughs) that's fucking scary give me a hand kid (laughs) man i would be sweating my ass off at that job (laughs) that's so scary dude uh (laughs) working the prize counter uh and uh, he says that uh, the first time a kid wants to buy the 2000 ticket item with 20 tickets is cute. Uh, but you know, that happens a hundred times. So much less so after that. Beat it. Uh, and then sometimes dressing up as Chuck E. Cheese himself <gasps> on your first day, you watch a training video from the CEO on what an important privilege it is to don the rat head and costume. It isn't a job. It's a sacred duty and you have been chosen to take the mantle. You are expected to walk around with flourish and energy as kids try to kick and punch you in the balls and throw shit at you. <laughs> it sucked. I feel like the key to do this job properly is to get absolutely hammered before you don the mouse hood. <laughs> hey, kids! <laughs> want some pizza. Listen, it's a symbol. Anyone can don the cowl. That's uh, it. I bet it, I'm I six bet foot four and quite hot, broad-shouldered, though. so my uniform would peek out from under the rat head. One day, the general manager saw this, yelled at me, and said I was ruining the illusion and could never be Chuck E. Cheese again. (laughs) All of my colleagues hated me from that day on, and I wore it as a badge of courage. Uh, One day, a parent came up to me and told me that some kid shit in the tubes. Uh, I took this as a sign. I knew if I mentioned it, I'll have to climb up, navigate the ball pit, and clean up the shit myself. Oh, dressed as no. Chucky so Cheese. Instead, I walked to the manager's office, grabbed a piece of paper, wrote "I quit," and signed my name to the door and left forever. Oh, that's um, such a badass. Move. Good on you, sir. That's fucking disgusting. I I can't get over the fact that they would have someone checking out like UV ray hand stamps to make sure that kids. <laughs> left with the adults they came with that's so fucking crazy 
I, I, I bet those costumes are just horrendous with heat. Oh man, I, I can't. I bet imagine. they don't get washed enough either. I, know. I bet they wash I, them like probably like once every other week, which like you know, no, not might, even that often. Not even that. Yeah. It's that's. Just, I, I, even if it was once a week, it'd still be gross because you'd be sharing it with a bunch of people who'd be sweating in it. Well, I mean, I just feel bad for the people that work there because I remember one time when I was there, and that was years ago. I can't even tell you when exactly. Somebody had thrown up in the ball pit when I was sure, there. Last year, you can admit it. Okay, it was last year. It was me and a bunch <laughs> of kids in the ball pit. It was awkward, but... Um... <laughs> 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 the UV, the UV checker is the checker. Stewart's there. Yeah, I'm supposed to make sure everyone's leaving with their right parties, and I'm not swiping kids. But, um, God, yeah, no, okay, I'm not swiping kids. God damn it. No, I was a young kid, but I was in the ball pit, and a kid just threw up all over it. And the one, the Chuck E. Cheese I was at, there was only the one exit from the ball pit, and the, the vomit was like on the way there. So I had to like go around and stand up on the sides to get out, so I didn't get any vomit on me. But could you imagine what though having it? to clean up vomit in a ball pit? Like that must be what is it with horrendous. kids vomiting in the ball pit? I don't know. I feel like that's always a thing that happens. Like if the kids can throw up somewhere, it's in the ball pit. I, yeah I, god that's gross i would rather they just... i i i hated the ball pit i i i always was worried i'd get stuck in it yeah sink i, like sink I actually sink. like sink in it have. no no one would ever take me because they they looked at me and said that kid's a fucking idiot he thinks he's gonna sink in the ball pit I... all right Stuart, come with me and then yeah. Stuart would oh, go Jesus. get molested oh, yeah. i was the one being molested <laughs> oh god no. Of the three of us, know. I think Stuart's the one who would get taken by <laughs> taken by <laughs> by children. Oh man! No, I uh, I actually have a ball pit story. When right, I was man. at let's hear, let's hear your ball pit story. So I was at um, Sea World, now known as Animal Prison, and they changed the name. I think they changed the name to Animal Prison. Nice. And they have an area that's. Uh, kind of like a big playground and they had a ball pit there and i was my brother was really young so i was i was probably maybe eight and i went in the there's a slide into the ball pit i was in the ball pit and a kid came down like right after me clocked me in the head with his foot and i got knocked out and my dad (laughs) face my dad i guess i I know (laughs) That's the. I'm actually a ghost, everyone. <laughs> That's just age. Um, That's actually a really funny visual. But, I'm going to hell. But I uh, no, I was I I I woke up to my dad. My dad had. I don't know. I don't. I I, must, I I don't. I mean, I guess no one else was doing anything. But he had on the the netting on the side. He ripped it open and pulled me out because I wasn't right next to the exit. <laughs> And I remember waking up on the ground outside and there were just all the, like some balls spilled out around me and just not knowing what the hell was going on. And just some park staff that were like coming up, like going like, what happened to the netting? <laughs> and I just didn't know what was happening. The kid almost the kid, died. But yeah, the kid though that did it, I had a black eye for a bit. Um, but the kid that did it, I saw him. And he was running around in like a, and this is no joke. This sounds like a dream or something, but he was running around and, you know, uh, you, you guys have seen like George of the Jungle, like Tarzan type shit. Mm-hmm. He had one of those 
kind of like, I guess, is it the unitard where they have just one shoulder covered? <laughs> what? And it's fucking... he had that with sandals on. And I was like, that's who I got knocked out by? <laughs> Jesus. And... <laughs> And I just remember, and he was just like this really oh, rambunctious so... kid, and I'm like, "That's what got me." And, but yeah, so I just look at some like Fred Flintstone I know, looking motherfucker. I know, I'm like, like I didn't know I was in the Flintstones. Or no, like, Barney sent me Rubble, back not Fred Flintstone. Seriously. Oh my god. But I just remember it was like had like a cheetah print or something on it, and I was just confused already as to what happened. And then I see this kid in a unitard crying next to his mom. Probably because he thought he killed me. And well, I just, his his like, mom made him wear a unitard that for too. fucking Chuck E. Cheese. That too. But yeah, but a dome you right in the head. And ever God. since then, I can't look at ball pits. Can't do it. Well, I don't blame uh, you. I hope I hope you can get over that one day. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but yeah, hey, if that that thanks for the email, Loquacious. Uh, I'm Absolutely. fucking open you're, my eyes to the you're world. You're a rock star, of, Loquacious. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you're you're the fucking best. Honestly, the fact you put on the costume at all on it all, I I commend you. Oh, dude, having to clean up a kid's shit. No thanks. That sounds like <laughs> I would quit too. I would, I would be like, fucking, yep, I'm done. You, I would probably. I, you don't even have to give me my right page. in the middle of that fucking. <laughs> don't even give me my paycheck. I'm just out. No thank yeah, you. Yeah, man. Uh, but hey, you know what? It opened my eyes to the. Uh, <laughs> like they don't they don't just start that hey we should probably check uv rays to make sure that these kids are leaving with the right parents like yes Something it probably happened, happened enough happened. <laughs> oh lord they're like oh maybe we should do so <laughs> we keep getting these reports of kids going missing after visiting this chuck e cheese what do we do uv yeah, lights fucking wild uh, but anyway, thanks for emailing us, Loquacious. Uh, if you want to send us your emails, feedback, anything, just send it to thenuclearfridge at gmail.com. That's thenuclearfridge at gmail.com. If, if, anybody has a, if anybody has a ball pit story. If anyone has a ball pit story, <laughs> send them sure. directly to Stuart. Oh, wow. At uh, mailing address. No. <laughs> uh yeah, so I think that's it for the show, guys. Uh, is there anything you guys wanted to to say before we we end this? Nope. I mean, thank you, thank you to everybody so far who's been listening. It's much appreciated. Yeah, man, it's been great. It's been great. I love doing this. Can't can't wait every week. It's the fucking highlight. Well, now Absolutely. I feel like an ass. No, it's a good time. You guys are thanking people, and I just said nope. <laughs> like, thank nope, you all. Fuck, fuck y'all. No, no, it's a uh, it's a good time to space out and just talk with friends. It's a Good yeah, time man, of the week. It's great. Uh, and I can't wait until next week. But until then, I hope everyone has a great weekend. And we'll see you next, fri- next Friday. I need to come up with a cool, snappy, you know, one line exit. See you thingy. next time. On. Peace out. Bye. Bye. That's terrible. Nah, let's, okay, well, let's go. Let's, okay, we'll do it again. Look, Matt, go ahead. No, I'm just going to end it right now. Okay. Okay.